0: Hello, and welcome to Outside the Zeitgeist, an opinion podcast presented by MOOC Media. Please be aware that the opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of the host platform. Outside the Zeitgeist is funded by people like you, for some reason. And now, here are your hosts, Greg and Charles.
1: All right, welcome to episode eight. Ooh, eight. It's a great um, number. Uh, yeah, it's a great number. Outside the zeitgeist. Cheers, Greg. Cheers, Charles. <sighs> I am your resident mythanthrope, Charles.
0: And I am your resident skeptic, Greg. Don't forget to subscribe, share, comment, and most importantly, dislike the video
1: so you can express that the fueling is mutual. And before we get into nightmare fuel, I actually have something that I enjoy. Ooh. What is this? un-nightmare fuel? Well, cheerful fuel. I mean, you hopeful fuel. What do we call this? I don't know. I don't know.
0: Well, let's move up.
1: But uh, so, anyway, this has to do with one of the few things that actually still gets me excited. Ugh! And that is science. So, anyways,
0: <laughs> every if, science should always make you
1: excited. Oh, you know, It's what does it for me. But anyways, so a few days ago in the Fermi lab there was an unusual discovery um so basically without getting into all the whole details because i know a lot of you people aren't science heavy but they 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 do all these different uh, experiments where they smash things together they smash subdeptonic particles together they sm- smash alpha particles together which are like helium atoms without the, uh, the mm-hmm. electrons and they see what happens and they're they're doing it in all the different ways uh, just to explore the different fundamental forces of the universe, and they found something that they couldn't explain. That's amazing. That and, means... Well, the, the initial idea is that it could be a new type of muon, and, okay. and, and muon, or some people say muon, because it's based on the Greek letter mu, or mu, you know, whatever you say. A muon is a a subatomic particle that is responsible for the weak force. I don't know if you know the force, four fundamental forces, strong force, weak force, electromagnetism, and gravity. And the weak force is what, uh, sort of governs radioactive decay in particles. So, Mm -hmm. like, when you you hear about radioactivity and whatnot, there's particles like muons that that are participating in that. And, um this experiment shows that there might be a new type of one which I find very exciting because I love science
0: speaking of science uh, I was listening to one of my favorite youtubers uh, PBS something he's always bringing up science topics Mm -hmm. he was talking about uh, the fact that scientists are in the midst of considering whether or not black holes are actually the dark matter that we can't find in the universe
1: it's possible. I mean... It's possible.
0: It's, his conclusion, it seemed like, was that um, it pro- wasn't probable. Mm-hmm. But it was an explanation that scientists are exploring to try and disprove if that would be true.
1: Now, one thing, one idea I've toyed with is that the idea of dark matter is potentially uncaptured photons. So what photons are is, the photon is light. And they have all different energy levels, that's where you get your gamma radiation and so forth. But a photon is basically what happens when a positron and an electron get together because they're the same, they're antiparticles of each other. They get together and they annihilate each other and then you have a photon. But, photons are only captured when, like, you look at the light source or it bounces off of something. There's different ways that photons interact with matter. But they still have, they, they have no rest mass, but they are still things that exist in space. And one idea I've toyed around with is the idea that photons may be the quote-unquote dark matter of the universe. It's but, an interesting uh, idea. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much water it has. It's not something I've really looked I, I'd at. I'd
0: have to look further into that. Yeah. So I'm always interested in, in science topics. Years ago, I watched um, a clip, and they were talking about the, uh, the existence of... Not parallel dimensions, mm-hmm. but sub dimensions. Yeah, and I the,
1: think I know what you're talking about. So the whole idea is after the Big Bang, there are basically different pockets in space that mm-hmm. form that have all different universes.
0: Well, they're not even, not even universes. They're talking about like small pocket dimensions where um, matter would behave differently. Uh, that exist, that might exist around us, and the fact, it was also in reference to micro ba- black holes, mm-hmm. and the fact that uh, micro black holes are just, they, they exist for a sh- very short period of time, and then they disappear. Yeah, yeah, that's... Um, but it, it was all, it was very interesting science, I want to I find it so I can rewatch it, because I, I always feel like I, I watch something once or twice, and I just don't... Get as much out of it as if I if I were to watch it again.
1: Well, just just to stay on the topic because I'm enjoying geeking out about this. Sure. But uh, uh, what's it called? You know, if if it is if if we have an infinite universe, then it is possible that there are pockets of the universe that are designed or not designed, but put together in a different way. For example, we are made up mm-hmm. of what we call protons and electrons, the, mm-hmm. the proton-electron atom. But it is possible for there to be a pocket of our universe that is antiproton positron atom, and the amazing thing about science is that there is actually a way that if these two pockets of the universe could communicate with each other, they could find out by producing a subatomic particle called a kaon, and by the way the kaon uh, degrades, mm-hmm. it produces. I think it's. I remember now. It produces more negatives than positives, and then we can just say, okay, we got two negatives and one positive, and then we can find out if we're the same matter or not.
0: Speaking of stuff like that, makes me think of the uh, portion of space that is just completely dead, with the exception of maybe like a star. Oh, I thought you were talking there. about my soul. No, no, oh. no. That's another portion of space, that's, oh, but it's okay. dead in a different way. Um, but you've heard about this? If you, they, uh, the scientists have charted the skies. Um, and they continue to chart even more and more, mm-hmm. but there's a particular portion of the universe where they expect to see a certain number of. Oh yeah,
1: so the dead uh, spot. There's there's like a right. Basically there's an
0: entire th- this giant mm-hmm. area of space that is almost completely dead of any sources of light. Of I mean, they they can't explain why that area because it doesn't it doesn't match how the rest of the universe has been populated by galaxies and stars and Right, and, and beyond anything. that, though, they're right.
1: able to see things because, and the only way, the, because it's so far away, the only way they can see stuff is because of the red shifting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and, and that one explanation could be because that whole dead area is a separation between, uh, is a separation between a proton-electron universe and a I mean, positron. There,
0: there's a lot of explanations. It could be signs of... Um,
1: Signs of the Big Bang, even. It could,
0: well, it could also be signs of intelligent life that existed and completely destroyed themselves in a portion of space. Mm-hmm. That's my hopeful long, 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 yeah, long Yeah, because shout. then the
1: human race can repeat it.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it goes back to that, um... Uh, have you heard of the uh, the Great Filter? Um, possibly. So, the, uh... I forget the exact... The specific, um... Theorem... Or theory, or that it, that it belongs hypothesis. to. Hypothesis. Hypothesis, <laughs> whatever it is. It's not a theory. Uh, it's a hypothesis. Uh, there's a, a particular barrier that is referred to in some cases as the Great Filter, which says that a, um, a species will get to a point, uh, and I think it also refers to societies in general, but eventually a species will get to the point, and then either it can overcome the big obstacle that's preventing it from moving oh, into yeah, its yeah. next um, stage of evolution right, right. or yeah, expansion it's, or anything. Yeah,
1: it's, a, it's an evolutionary theory.
0: Right. And, um, you know, we might be on the cusp of a great filter right now, what with uh, all the craziness <sighs> happening outside. I, mean, I think
1: that right now is the beginning of humanity's decline, which uh, is a great opportunity yes. to get into the nightmare yes, fuel. Yes, let's begin. And so what do you got for nightmare fuel, Greg? So
0: the very first thing I want to talk about is very light, very light, if, with the exception of the fact that a New Jersey man who was fully vaccinated, got both his shots and everything, is now back in the hospital, suffering from ding 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 COVID nineteen. Eighty four. Yes. <laughs> I I just I question why why people are pushing to get the vaccine. When clearly, very clearly, and this is not the only case, because there's another case coming out oh, of Alaska. Wait, wait.
1: Certain vaccines are not getting pushed to take anymore. Oh you're right, you're right.
0: <laughs> Uh, Specifically, (laughs) one, we never got AstraZeneca, Mm -hmm. and now Johnson & Johnson. And you know what's funny about this is that they both are not being pushed to be taken anymore for the exact same reason, just different causations of it or something like that.
1: Apparently blood clotting is a thing. You you know what's even funnier is that me and a couple mutual friends of ours Mm -hmm. were talking about this because you know the one got the shot, Mm -hmm. and this is while we're waiting for you, and the one mutual friend who didn't get the shot said the Johnson & Johnson one is pretty much the best. And then he just... Right. And then he, when I scoffed at him, he was like, oh, yeah, sure, Charles. <laughs> but it, the funny thing
0: about it, and this is what people keep bringing up, is the fact that it's six cases out of 6.9 million that got blood clots. And not normal blood clots, but a, uh, a blood clot that's super rare... And they're the cases that are being used to stop people from getting the vaccine. And um, the uh, some of the people I, I listen to, they just bring it up. This is a lower rate of blood clot than even uh, a contraceptive in women. And it's it's just funny to me. It's just it's so, so interesting. What's the, really going on? The interesting, I don't
1: know. The interesting thought that might be going on there is that it could be one company trying to use the FDA to... Pushed another company out, or the CDC. Could be. I mean, I mean I've because seen that happen. most of our government organizations are owned by different companies. That's that's the truth. The CDC is owned by companies. The the FDA is owned by. It's all who can grease the wheels the most. That's
0: uh, the one thing you learn in life is uh, money. Although it is a uh, terrible, powerful uh, force of nature, one might say mm. it is
1: also what makes the world go round. Really, I thought that was you know. The, the four fundamental forces of the universe. No, no, we don't we don't believe oh. in
0: real science here. We believe in oh, uh, pseudoscience, Russian. money. Speaking which by of the which, way,
1: did you hear <laughs> did you hear about the Twitter spat between Stakeums and Neil deGrasse Tyson? No. well
0: no, yes, I heard about it. I didn't look into it cuz so, I, I don't give a shit about that. It's just some
1: stupid shit. So, Stakeums apparently didn't like what Neil deGrasse science uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson said that cuz Neil deGrasse Tyson said that science is just there it doesn't care how you, you know, basically the whole, you know, doesn't care how you feel Facts so don't care about your feelings? Yeah, you know, something along that lines in terms of science. And Stakems was saying that he was he was pushing people to be critical of, what's it called? And, mo- and actually most people are, you know, siding with Stakems on this, apparently, from what he I've heard. He was pushing people to be critical of what? Of, I, I don't know. I didn't pay too much attention. But the thing is, is like, I, I did look quickly at what they both said. And the thing is, they're both Right. From a different point of view. And the thing that Stakeums didn't really acknowledge is, you know, their media manager or whatever, is that what Neil deGrasse Tyson said is true. The only caveat that most people don't realize Mm -hmm. is that we don't know all of it. We haven't discovered all of it. But whatever science is, is there. So,
0: something about science, which is great, is the fact that we never settle... Almost anything in science. People think science is settled for a number of topics <laughs> on things that we learn in school and I would say take for granted mm-hmm. just thinking about, but science is not ever settled. There is a, there has We're to always be. Always
1: discovering something new. Correct. And that and was the point that Stakems brought up, which was true. But, you know, they didn't, They don't. Know, th- I don't think they understood the context, you know, because com- being, a, being a person, you know, a scientist myself, you know, it, you think the same way. Everything just is. The question is, have you discovered it all yet?
0: I am I say no. I tell right, people... Right, you never do. Yeah. I tell people all the time, you might think I know everything. I know a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of what is known knowledge. And even less of what is unknown knowledge. Don't look at me. I can't,
1: I can't tell the difference between my ass and a hole in the ground.
0: I, 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 I just don't like when, when people... They look at someone and... Uh, They stop questioning anything that the person says, even if a person says something that you, you know, you know that what they're saying is necessarily, not necessarily true, but it is something that makes sense, right? Hold on to that thought, because I'm going to get more into that later on. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay.
1: Let's go on to the next thing is, you know, YouTube, Mm -hmm. they're, they're deleting likes, you know, they're... Also purging people, and one nope. of the people that that just got purged was James Corbett, who was oh, wonderful. Yeah, he's he's uh you know he's one of those guys that everybody said, no, you're wrong, ha ha ha, and then last year everybody turned around and said, holy shit, you're right. But anyways, <laughs> um, so even even a channel, I don't know if you're familiar with the channel MXR Plays. Nope. They're so they're just cute young Asian couple, and they just do reactions to like memes and stuff on Reddit and whatnot. That's that's the whole point of that particular channel. So these these two people would be I consider the most neutral on the topic, but they were sh- they made a video mm-hmm. showing in real time likes get, getting removed from their videos. Sure. they kept refreshing the page and the likes went down. But on their statistics, they, they showed the same number of likes. Oh, that's
0: nice. Yeah, so... Did they try it with a VPN in a different um, a different <laughs> I, area? I don't know. because You know, it's funny about that, because if you were to search YouTube using a VPN and set your country as, say, the UK or something like that, mm-hmm. and you search for any topic, uh, particularly topics are that are very politically charged in the United States. Oh, yeah. In the U.S., you're not going to see the same thing you see in the U.K. Oh, no. It's it's Um,
1: totally different.
0: It's completely different. It's absolutely insanity.
1: Now, here's the thing about the whole removing like things, because it's been been a popular uh, point of contention for the past couple of years. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, for me, I've noticed it even before, like well before people started talking about it, where I would see... I would have a video come up in my recommendations, mm-hmm. and I know I've seen it before. I know mm-hmm. that I've seen it before. And I go to the video, and there's not a like there. And I was like, I know I've seen well, it. I know I put a like mm-hmm. on it. And this is before, you yes. know, it's talking like 2013 yes. and I so have, forth.
0: Yes, uh, I noticed this recently with a, um, a couple music videos I watched. Well, no, but some... see, that's the thing. I'm
1: not talking recently. I'm talking years before. But, you
0: know, I'm talking about I liked a video years and years mm-hmm. and years ago. Um, particularly, uh, like, an epic rap battle. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've watched all the videos. I've put a like on most of them, if not all of them. Mhm. And um, they do great stuff. And I recently rewatched one. It didn't show that I had watched it. It removed my playback time of uh, how far I'd gotten into the video before I exited out of it. And it also removed the like that I had put on it. But this is a further. This is a further uh, just extension of what YouTube has already been doing. Right, and the removal the... of people from subscriptions.
1: Well, the thing is, is that even the thing is. Even before all that started happening, mm-hmm. you know, when I noticed this stuff happening, I always figured it was a way to get the same videos watched more so that they can get more ad revenue. And to remove right? dislikes? No, to remove likes and the fact that you have watched a video. You know, that's what I was saying. Before, before everybody was even talking about this, like well before that.
0: It may be. I mean, I, I can't honestly I, see I, that being a huge...
1: Well, because YouTube is not a profitable company.
0: Well, no, we talked about this. Yeah. And YouTube is currently losing money, still losing money, and I still don't see an exit strategy for them. Uh, I I don't even believe there is an exit strategy. I think they're just subsidized for the oh, purpose. They've um, had a
1: horrible business model, anyways. Sure,
0: they're they're just there to make certain that no one else can get into the space. Give but me a few I, million
1: dollars, I guarantee you, I could build an extremely better business model. Sure, servers uh, and all.
0: Another YouTube topic. Uh, I was recently watching the uh, the latest. John Oliver uh, propaganda piece.
1: <laughs> uh, they
0: keep telling me it's supposed to be funny, but I refuse to see the jokes as funny because they're not funny. Well, like, humorous tell bad anyways. jokes. They're bad jokes and they fall flat. Particularly, he made a joke about Cuomo. So it is now normal and to make jokes about Cuomo killing people in nursing homes. Mm. Um, and yet, what is the Attorney General of New York pursuing? <laughs> I don't know. Is it sexual harassment
1: cases? <laughs> I'm, I'm still waiting for when it's normal to point out the fact that a lot of politicians have their family members in the media.
0: They do. <laughs> they, they, they have their family members in everything. Because
1: who was Cuomo interviewed by? His brother? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. You know, that's not an Orwellian novel right there or anything.
0: Absolutely not.
1: But, uh... So <laughs> great stuff. Speaking of great stuff... You know, Asian fonts are just racist. Did you know that, Greg?
0: <laughs> I knew Dr. Seuss was racist, but I guess Asian fonts are the next biggest thing. We gotta get rid of those too.
1: So apparently, the according to the article, the the root of like the Asian fonts you seeing, I uh, see on like Asian restaurants and whatnot. The origin of it was from this guy who was a racist and wanted to get the Chinese Chinese out of America. You know, back in like the eighteen hundreds or whatever the fuck. Is that true? I, I don't know if it's true. I mean, that doesn't sound true to me. Even if it's true or not, this is something that goes back to what I... what I was saying in an earlier episode, where, you know, sure, there's times when intent is important, but if you're not looking for what you can get out of something, then if you're looking over intent over what you can get out of something, you're behind everybody else, right? So, like... This font many people use and it identifies you know Asian writing because it's similar to mm-hmm. it's similar to Hansa and it's similar to um, um, kanji right So I mean there's there's it's like the same thing with like like the Volkswagen. who made the Volkswagen? the Germans? Right. Who who wound up taking the Volkswagen and using it for something else other than war? Was it the
0: Nazis? No, the hippies. Oh, the hippies! Right,
1: they took the Volkswagens and that's what was all the peace vehicles and everything. The, you know, oh, that's the,
0: right. The uh, the stupid little uh. You know, Herbie the Love Bug and all that. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, all that stuff. You know, well,
1: and that even goes to something like you know our show here. I don't
0: think people really can grasp where where stuff um maybe not grasp but. They you can't you can't get a full idea of where anything comes from. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you were because to ask you the, weren't there. Sure. If you were to ask the average person who makes a Honda, they would probably s- assume it was American in some cases, and other people might be smart enough to realize, oh, it's Japanese. Mm. But you know, it's the same thing with like the with states and um, other s- useless knowledge points that they teach in school. Because if you a- ask the average American some useless factoid about History in the United States, they're not going to know. But if you mm-hmm. ask some uh, person who's trying to become a U.S. citizen, they're going to state it verbatim. It's fresh in their mind, they mm-hmm. have to learn it to become a citizen.
1: But you know, it's it's the same thing. Of like I say, you know, if you're, it, it's more fruitful to look at what you can get out of something versus the intent and what. So take this sh- our show for example, sure. right? The whole point of why you and I dress the way we do is so that
0: ruining the surprise. Yeah, fuck
1: him anyway. <laughs> fuck you, people. But the the whole point is that, like you, you dress up like a, you know a wealthier person. I dress up like a bum, is to show that, you know, people can be wrong. Doesn't matter where you where you come from, and at the same time, it's manipulating people and subverting their expectations. Where people would probably more be likely to pay attention and take you for truth just because of the way you're dressed. God, I hope not. <laughs> and look at me because I'm dressed the way I do and I am you know make sure to be a complete asshole to everybody. They, they, would, they would be more inclined to just say, oh, well, fuck Charles, he's just an asshole and not pay attention to anything I say.
0: You know, uh, an ass is right every, uh, every once a day. <laughs> I never
1: heard that one before.
0: It's mostly when you're on the toilet.
1: (laughs) Uh, But speaking of stuff in media, do you hear they're making a new Indiana Jones movie? No, but I'm assuming that uh,
0: Harrison Ford will not be allowed to use his whip again for some unknown (laughs) reason. BDSM um,
1: Even though he's trained. So apparently one of the people that is having a huge part in making this movie... Is one of the people that had a huge part in the latest James Bond? Yeah, I saw there
0: was a latest James Bond, and I almost watched it. The then wo- I
1: thought the James Bond that is now a it. woman, James Bond. Oh, that one. That one.
0: Oh, never mind. I, I, I no longer care about this uh, <laughs> this uh, new Indiana Jones. Even less so than I cared about the one we shall not speak of, with blue blue uh, Chris. Oh no, I can't I can't say anything more.
1: You know, I that 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 movie had potential. It did, and then it didn't. It, yeah, I mean, there was there was a couple parts of it that were like, okay, this is great, and then it got to a part where it's like, okay, this is fucking stupid.
0: My, what, what? I think I think it could have been much better if they had instead of trying to without the ending. Well, not only the ending, but I, I think the whole idea of it would have been better if it was just a better sort of like myth or something or yeah. It could have gone in so many directions. It could have gone...
1: But that would have that would have broken the canon of Indiana Jones because it started off with the the arc being an actual thing.
0: Sure. Well, no. I mean, so was the Holy Grail and all that.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So to, for, to still be a, for it to have turned out to be a myth, would have broken the...
0: No, uh, no, 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 no. I mean, they could have made another myth into a real... Oh, okay, okay. Because okay. I, I, I firmly believe that Indiana Jones should be rooted in... In find the resting place of quex et You all. know, an actual mythology of uh, artifacts that have existed in yeah. history, mm-hmm. or supposedly existed in history, or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Right, I think okay. it was best when. Um, oh man, Temple of Doom. Great stuff. Great stuff.
1: Short round was one of the greatest sidekicks. Yes.
0: Yes. Makes me want to play uh, Ruins of Arnek again.
1: Best best vi- arcade game, by the way, was Temple of Doom. One of the best. I
0: remember, I remember playing the uh, the arcade game on my Super Nintendo. Uh-huh. And it just
1: wasn't as good. No. No. It, that's how it worked. The Super
0: Nintendo was, you know, you could get pretty far in it, but I never beat the game. It was, uh, as a side-scroller girl, it was Aladdin was better.
1: Mm. Oh, Aladdin was, the Disney games were great uh, back then.
0: Great side-scroller games. Yeah. Flying on the carpet trying to escape out of the, uh... Out of the, uh, the, temp- uh, the cave? the hmm Good stuff.
1: Yeah, but now it's all, like, bullshit and, you know, and all this yelling and everything. And speaking of yelling, I have a new name for society's pain. You know, it's all, like, people say the woke and the S.A.W. and everything. Is this like a new Karen? Sort of. But, you know, just because I like to name things myself, just to be a dick and so forth so my new name for all the people that yell and scream that this is racist or this is blah culture appropriation blah 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 i'm gonna call them a debbie a debbie you remember adam's family values yes i don't enjoy hurting anybody i don't like guns or bombs or electric chairs but sometimes people just won't listen so I have to use persuasion.
0: That that is the single greatest line right there because every good intention is you know hell is paved with good intentions. Well,
1: so, you know why that is? Because there's no such thing as good intentions. No, and we'll get into not. that on our not, topic of today. Not. So we'll stow that one for now and let's go on to your new next new next new topic. Crew.
0: Very interesting. I listened to uh, a number of people last week and they were talking about the fact that the government is considering paying. Uh, migrants to not come to the United States.
1: How about we just save the money and not bomb their countries or pay for coups in the first I,
0: place? I, when I heard that there was someone that was considering this. Now, in lieu of the fact that this was a, a comment, a news story, and actually, news story on Friday, before this story got released, the Border, control, uh, border Patrol, uh, what's this specific name? Let me, give me a moment. The White House border coordinator, who recommended this policy, ridiculous, resigned. And so the resignation came in before the article about the paying migrants to not come to the United States. I've never, just honestly, I've never heard of such an absurd (laughs) idea. Here's money to not come to America. (laughs) Oh, thanks for the five hundred bucks. Now I'm going probably, to use that five hundred bucks, and I'm going to buy myself a boat that They're I can row. <laughs>
1: into America. Or I'll buy myself a shovel and dig under the tunnel <laughs> that Biden still <laughs> built, or dig under, dig under the wall.
0: Better yet, I'll just get myself a really tall ladder, and instead of throwing people over the the wall, <laughs> I'll have a la- I'll have rope as well. <laughs> five
1: hundred bucks. <laughs>
0: I can get rope and ladder with 500 bucks.
1: Oh man! You know,
0: 500 bucks you is like uh, 5,000 pesos or some something
1: like that. I mean, let's let's <laughs> let's be honest. I mean, we all have stupid ideas. You know, I'm full of them all the fucking time. <laughs> but I mean, I don't, I don't want to see you know take a step back, resigning just for having this idea. I mean, come on, man. It's, everybody I has. I don't their... even
0: know that's why, if that's why she resigned. Yeah. All I know is she resigned. And then the story came out by the same person who proposed this policy. (laughs) it's like, what are we doing?
1: What's going on with
0: the media? Other interesting news that's useless um, policies and executive orders, all of the gun stuff that Biden signed Mm. in, because a number of people that have spoken about how bad it is, and experts have agreed that these executive orders will not do anything at all to stop gun violence
1: well I mean after shortly after your Biden was elected so you, you had a bunch of people that bought uh, gun assembly kits where sure. you, you would uh, buy just po- is... parts of gun parts of a gun yep and you'd have to assemble the rest of the stuff how it would tell you how and the ATF raided all these people's homes because they went to the company and got all the information. And all those cases now it's got the sort of the it's got decided that that was all, all unconstitutional.
0: Well, that that is uh, in reference to uh ghost guns and such, mm-hmm. which um is not really much of a, a threat to people in general. Um, a ghost gun, as far as I've been made to understand, is uh. It is basically any gun that does not have a serial number. So it could be an illegal gun that mm-hmm. did have a serial number of sorts on it, mm-hmm. but it got filed off yeah. because that's what criminals do. Mm-hmm. It could also be this really, really expensive 3D printed gun, which if you look into the cost to 3D print a gun, it is prohibitably expensive. Mm-hmm. It is just so expensive because you have to have a printer, a 3D printer that can print in metal, Okay, or, you have to buy the resources that it can print in metal,
1: or some high high, or high end, uh, pl- resin uh,
0: uh, 3D printer. So both of those are just they're not yeah. they're going to be like commercial grade type stuff. Yeah. Or they're going to be extremely extremely expensive I for mean, the average the individual.
1: There is heat resistant polymers that sure. you can use in the regular 3D printer, but but
0: more more importantly, a lot of these guns don't you know they don't get more than a few. Yeah, wouldn't, they wouldn't hold up more than, more than few, a few rounds. A uh, few rounds in it. Mm-hmm. And then also, you can't even fire them until you've bought these kits that you just talked about. Mm-hmm. Because you can't print all the parts that are necessary to make it work. Yeah. It's
1: it's absolutely absurd. Speaking of Biden and overextending his authority. Sure, what's the new one? Biden's come out, Biden started making moves to, uh, oh wait, Emperor Palpatine has decided to dissolve the Senate. Oh, no. Oh, no. Actually, so Emperor Biden has, uh, because we live in the Empire of American States.
0: That's what people keep telling me.
1: And, you know, over there at the Citadel um, has decided, oh, wait, that's, the, the. I don't think the White House is part of the Citadel. Anyways, I call it the Citadel now, but whatever. Well, so, they have
0: fences. They have the, the militaries there. You yeah,
1: know. it's the it's Citadel. So, Emperor Biden has put out this executive order mm-hmm. to look into the Supreme Court And look into what, uh, changes could be made to the Uh, Supreme Court, completely disregarding the Constitution and so forth.
0: I heard about this, uh, useless, illegal, um, thing. Yeah, so... It's purely drama.
1: And, well, in response, the, um, the, um, elephant side of the donkey fin party, um, (laughs) has proposed a bill to limit the number of Supreme Court justices to nine. So,
0: I mean, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, I mean... you, you keep expand- If you keep expanding, how many more? I mean, you go to 11, you go to 13. Mm-hmm. Then, then it just becomes a, uh, a way of, uh, oh, well, we don't have enough people on my side in, so let me yeah. get a couple
1: more. But there are some legitimate issues with the Supreme Court, and, um, like, we look at the case of Texas versus every th- other fucking state in the country... Well, um, it wasn't who was it Texas. Texas versus... it was, there was Texas in I'm sorry, the, uh, every 17... state in the country versus uh, Pennsylvania or whatever the fuck it was.
0: So, that was a very interesting case. And I really thought that something might happen. But then I realized the truth of the matter, which is we live in a very, very biased political climate well, right now.
1: it's not only that. So, there are many problems with the court. Like, the whole issue of standing, where you can't petition the court to look at a law unless you've been harmed by it which there are still many laws on the books of various municipalities and states mm. and so forth that, like, uh, one guy in, I think it was Michigan, decided to go to court because there's an anti-polygamy law and, or, or something like that. But the court ruled, oh, well, because we're not enforcing it, we're, we're not going to hear the case. or Nobody's enforcing it. But the law is still on the books, so that's Why a problem. Why have a law
0: if you're not going to enforce it?
1: Right, so there's all these different problems with our legal system, and there are legitimate questions mm-hmm. to be had, do I trust Biden to do it? No. <laughs> I don't
0: trust Biden or Harris to do anything.
1: And and also the case, you know, also not hearing the Texas and... See,
0: there is clear, in my mind, there's clearly standing. Because if you have 50 states, mm-hmm. and every state's uh, electoral votes are to determine who is the president of the United States, then clearly, if some of the electoral votes are being illegally cast... Towards another president because they were founded, they were just voted in in illegal manners, mm-hmm. which I can't say they were or they weren't. Yeah, because that may or may not be the case. But the fact were, is, the is fact that nobody,
1: nobody wanted the well. The Supreme Court didn't want to hear any case that would have actually looked into things, and there were cases that were thrown out for lack of evidence, or were cases that were won for you know sufficient evidence. Sure,
0: but my my point being is that if Texas is alleging. That something happened, and they believe that there was just um, some sort of tomfoolery going on in the election. Mm-hmm. Okay, then their votes are completely invalidated by the fact that other votes were allowed in because those votes, um, in their in their opinion, were cast illegally or something to that effect. It, put it this way: and if if you have a hundred people voting. And fifty of the people buy out twenty five of the other people, to vote for them. Now you have seventy five to twenty five. Mm-hmm. So you just remove twenty five votes that could have been to make it a fifty fifty, standstill. Instead, it became seventy five twenty five. So you've you've wiped out all of the votes of the other person right. because you bought a majority. Right.
1: I mean, the one thing the, the one thing I don't get is that some people were saying that like the courts didn't want to hear, they didn't want to hear the cases because they didn't want to have to. Overturn elections, as if and and there was the whole idea as if somehow that would have nullified the votes of the other group of people if the election was overturned. I'm just like, well, but the that's whole stupid. the
0: whole thing is that they're they're alleging that their votes were nullified to begin with. The whole the whole right. conversation starter is that the votes were nullified by the effect of there being invalid votes to begin with. Mm-hmm. So. It makes no sense. It's a circular logic.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right, what do you got next?
0: In other news, apparently rioting in Minnesota is not a real thing. Because if you look up rioting on Google, and I I don't know if this is still true, but yesterday night, when I was watching uh, Timcast IRL, they did a live search of Google versus DuckDuckGo. And I did the same thing at the same time, and it came up with very similar results. And I have a feeling that my results were catered towards uh, my particular... Searches, because every browser I've ever used starts to learn how I search the internet. Yeah, cookies. Google showed me the exact same results that Tim got when he was looking it up on his sh- live show. And uh, they showed only riots, according to them, from January 6th. Which is apparently the only riot that's occurred at all in the last year.
1: But you know... Th- and then so- on
0: DuckDuckGo, okay, it showed the Minnesota stuff.
1: So, about one thing about those riots in Minnesota, mm-hmm. we're, we'll I'll talk later in the, in our main topic about what caused them, but um, there was actually a spokesman from all the rioters that decided to give some encouraging words. All the buildings y'all are crying about for burning down, the buildings got life insurance. Everything gon' be back.
0: <laughs> The buildings got life insurance. I just want to state that again. Buildings are now physically people. They have life insurance. They don't have building insurance or house insurance or anything else. They have life insurance. That is a ridiculous statement.
1: <laughs> that, where I That's got that from? Statement. Where I got that from? So they were live streaming, and these these people were lined up across the street from a gas station. Mm-hmm. And you'll never guess the name of this gas station. Please tell me. It's called the Pump and Munch.
0: Oh, great. Here, here's another thing I just don't understand If someone If in the back of your mind You believe that every single Business must have insurance For when something happens That's not true Not every business has insurance for when there's a rainy day I know most in, Most businesses should have insurance For when there's a rainy day Such as protesters, I mean rioters Burning down Frickin' oh, buildings. Did
1: you see the did you see the press conference where the reporters were telling that telling the police officers, oh don't say it, it's a riot and
0: Don't say it, don't say it. clearly and I've already expressed this opinion before, but clearly the mainstream media is pushing a narrative that there cannot be riots unless you are on the right side or the conservative side or whatever they want you to believe. Clearly uh. there is no such thing as a riot unless you are of that persuasion.
1: Speaking of riots, uh, people at a church in, uh, Canada all of a sudden heard... Yes. What was it, 200 riot police? 200
0: riot police. Riot police, by the way. 200 riot police. They were, they were walking, lined up in... It was almost like watching a, a military brigade come up, uh, and, uh, assault a place. There was a fence there. The fence was put up by who? By, I believe... People that were not the church. the ch- The policemen put up the fence, and then they broke it down.
1: Mm, yeah. Yeah, and they, they should have used the secret chant. Out Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> but where you you were you you saw actually saw a video from one of the cops, though, right?
0: I did the uh, the cop that was filming the video. He was he must have been having an out of body experience because he was he was recording it, which I found to be very interesting. Uh, the fact that he released the uh, footage and all that. Because even he was astounded by the amount of police to assault a church. Uh, I do mean assault a church because they were, they were locked and loaded. They had their, their weapons at their sides. They were decked out in their, their body
1: armor. They had their helmets. They're nice, shiny, plastic, whatever helmets. You know, if it were possible for me to have any faith in humanity, it would be from stuff like that, but no.
0: Now, this leads me to my next topic, which is um, apparently that thing that we've been hearing talked about in the uh, what I would call conspiracy theory, people. Mm -hmm. The fact that the vaccine is going to have microchips that are going to go into your body is now a real thing because DARPA along with the Pentagon, have developed a microchip that is being inserted into the military to determine if they have COVID-19.
1: Oh, they want to bring it to the populace also. They do, they and you do. know And you know what the people said when they heard about it? We'll
0: we'll the, be- the best part about it is that in the beginning of it, they're talking about as if the, uh, the this microchip cannot be used to track people. And then they go on later in the video and they talk about the fact that it can track you because it's, it has to maintain connection with whatever is <laughs> determining if you have COVID-19 or not. And somehow it can remove it too oh or some bullshit. Oh my God,
1: our fucking that right? so what it's supposedly what it is, is it tests your blood and then once it says, check your blood, then you gotta go test your blood again. To now, see if you have COVID. Another wonderful <laughs> YouTuber
0: brought up the fact that if this is what they're telling us about, and let's be clear, they are definitely telling the public, we have this technology. What kind of technology are they not telling us about?
1: You know, you know, Greg, I want you to know that I've actually... I'm, I'm, I, I can secretly time travel. Amazing. And I have gone to the future. I've gone eight years into the future, and I brought a news article back from the future i don't have the clips to show you but i'll, I'll just ramble it off the top okay. of my head okay. um it was it was saying that people uh, that that once again the courts have disproven uh that the the Different illnesses that people were suffering were from the different COVID vaccine shots. They've disproven it. They, they've disproven it. It was, I think, they mentioned it was like the fifth or sixth time that they've disproven it in court. Wow. Um, they, and then the, they went on to talk about the uh, how the the quarantine camps. Mm-hmm. You know, they they have this great new weight loss program because the people that go in there, they come out lose, you know, having lost a whole shitload of weight this. afterwards. Did you meet up with John Titus by no, the way? I don't, I don't know, but they they made sure to remind everybody at the end of the news report that they should be taking their three daily COVID shots.
0: Three. Yeah, three how daily. Do pe-
1: how do people I, afford that? I, I, I don't know, um, but you know that's that's what they were that's what they were saying. If
0: I um, and this were, is from the future now. Now, in this future, when I critique. The um, the judges who uh, came to this decision are they are they having highway police come to my home?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> fucking uh, fucking Alexandria Griftasio. Now allegedly she's her followers to check uh, check other people's feeds and report them and so forth. That, that sounds like, oh yeah, make sure you commit fraud on my behalf, you know? It's great stuff. And, and so this guy gets visited, this guy in California gets visited for apparently threatening AOC because... Uh, because he critiqued her video where she makes this huge fucking word salad, you know. It was,
0: I, I watched the, the video, I gotta the, tell the you. The who, the when. I gotta tell you, it's, it, every it's... video I've ever seen by her sounds exactly the same, except sometimes she actually brings up the topic of, of what she is talking about in that video that she's making.
1: So, what this guy wound up saying, or what he, he, he said he thought might have happened, is that he thought somebody, in response to his video... hmm made a threatening, uh, made a threat to Griff Casio. And, what's it called? So, but the, but he still got visited by police and they were harassing him at his property Well, they were like, you know, being really intimidating on his property. It's just like, hey, you, come over here. Are you so-and-so? Does this is your Twitter handle? And the, like, it's like queer something or... <laughs> <laughs> there is his Twitter handle. Well, he's a leftist. That's what I yeah. heard. Yeah, he, it's, he, the name of his Twitter feed is Human Rights Watch Watcher, but the at is like queer something or other.
0: By, by the way, this is the same thing that's happened uh, that happened in the UK to a number of people. Mm-hmm. That if you tweet the wrong thing, the police will come to your home and arrest you.
1: I mean, you know, even in, in DMs, if you say something they don't like in private messages, they come home and arrest. They come to your home and arrest you.
0: This is the downfall of humanity if we uh, allow this. Is this is
1: exactly what I expect from society. I've been like, people, waiting for this for uh, 40 fucking uh, years.
0: Try and get all the power they can for all the reasons they shouldn't.
1: Yeah, so I guess I guess uh, according to, to Griftazio, you know, she's on the YouTube train where people are responsible for replies and whatnot.
0: Before I forget, online with Twitter and all these other stuff, gaming. Mm. gaming is now about to be censored by intel because they are creating an ai that will allow gamers to slide a bar as to how much hate speech they want to hear when they're gaming i still have no definition well, of hate speech
1: yeah so i mean I, this is some well, this is one of those things where i do have have a mixed response to because there's always been the censorship in chats and whatnot. You know, the starring out of words, or you know, that, that's that been a thing in different internet circles for a while, and I I do have to wonder if the reaction to it is just based on the times that we're in, rather than the I, acknowledgement of something that it, that, is, that has been around.
0: Well, the, one, the I love what they call it. They call it Bleep. That's yeah. the name of their AI. You
1: know what? I gotta say, that's a great name.
0: It's a great name. Bleep is a great name. It's, I uh, mean, well, it's something
1: you need to use listening to this podcast a lot, apparently. You know, yes, that's fucking saying, yeah. Fucking insane. Yes. <laughs> but
0: um, what I don't like about it, because um, sure you can you can block. It's great for for I guess a child who's playing a game, but mm-hmm. the child shouldn't really be playing a game with people that are going to be using that kind of language to begin with. You awful parents. But what I just don't like about the fact is that we're allowing. Um, we're allowing companies to decide what you can or can't hear because this is a, this is a small stepping stone. Yeah, well, because I if, mean, if it's at the first, AI that's determining,
1: right? At first, you know, it's the user able to control it, and then how long eventually before,
0: it's going to become the AI is going to take. I mean, it, take that care is of. a
1: concern. What you know, what's going on in current year? That's a legitimate concern for a lot of people, and I understand that. I mean, I can't, I can't argue with that. But at the same time, too, I, you know, I, I look at it from the perspective of, you know, this is stuff that's been around for a while.
0: Most technology has a, a double-edged sword.
1: Everything um, is a double-edged sword. Even that's a double-edged sword.
0: Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what I want to say is, there's, there's basically uh, most most advancements in technology, if not all advancements in technology, have this double-edged uh, kind of um, risk to them. It can either be used for incredibly good things. Like nuclear power, or it can be used in, for incredibly bad things. Like nuclear, like nuclear power. Nuclear power. <laughs> so, what, did we get to nuclear power before or after we had bombs? No, first we had the uh, mm-hmm. the bombs first, right? And then we we got actual uses out of it. Because isn't it most technology is developed first for military standards and then is sort mm. of pushed out?
1: I mean that's that's the whole point of DARPA and whatnot. But I mean that that once again goes back to like why I do this show is the whole I- the whole idea of just looking at everything through all different lenses because I don't give a fuck about the words like good and good and bad and all that shit right yeah, now. I'm
0: still waiting on fusion cells.
1: Mm. Yeah, that won't happen. That in, in order to have a, a fusion reactor you need to actually put in more energy than you'd ever get out. Unless you are, like out in space, you yeah. Know. It means I'll never get the Fallout Four. Damn, yeah. But um, yeah. I'll so move on to the topic. Well, one more thing. One more thing. One more thing, because so That's apparently grandfather always said, "What are you? Oh God, what was that name from Jackie Chan Adventures?" uh you know who I'm talking about, right? Yes. <laughs> one more thing.
0: So it was grandfather.
1: But, yeah, but oh, I can't remember Jade. That was her name. I'll call you Jade for the rest of the episode.
0: No, please don't. <laughs> that was the that was the, uh, the niece.
1: Yeah, that was the niece. And the grandfather was the grandfather. And yes. And Jackie Chan was the uncle. And, and then yeah. great stuff. And there's Toru who turned out to be... Who switched sides like Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds. But anyways... Moving <laughs> on. Um, so uh, there was this video that came out of Chile. hmm Where this woman apparently was not allowed to shop for food. Because she didn't have... Proof, saying that she got the doom shot, and I well, called. Well, that's
0: that's not that's not precisely what I heard.
1: Well, I mean it's not verified. There's things still going on around. What it.
0: I heard is that everybody in Chile is allowed to buy from their supermarket between certain hours once a week. You're not allowed to buy twice a week, and so she was tra- trying to buy a second time
1: mm-hmm. in a week.
0: Which to me that makes sense. You know, I forgot to get eggs and milk the last time I went. I need those eggs and milk and bread. I forgot to buy that when I went to the store the other day. Mm-hmm. So I would just go to the store and buy it. I must yeah. be incredibly privileged because we live in a United States where I can go seven times a week or more even mm-hmm. if I really want to. But, but,
1: but that was that was the the thing that was kind of being pushed out with the video. And, sure. and like I said, I, I didn't know if it was true or not. But, you know, that goes back to what we were saying before that supposedly. City you need know, a card of sorts. Yeah, you know, you need you need a you need an identifier that you've gotten the doom spell put on you.
0: Well, it wasn't even that. She needed to apply for a card mm-hmm. that would allow her to for some reason shop more than once in a given week
1: uh, at the supermarket. Let me let me be the first to say that if if my ability to get food depends on whether or not I get the doom spell put on me, and you know why I call it the doom spell. <laughs> you get the reference? Yes. <laughs> so, unless I have a card that says I got to put the doom spell on me, I will fucking starve to death. I shit you not. I will make some stupid asshole who's like, oh, you Charles. know, everybody should get their reaction. I will Charles. make them fucking pick my dead body up Charles, out of my live, apartment. you live in a
0: goddamn suburb. There are squirrels everywhere. I'm sure you can hunt one down. <laughs> okay, I, I don't know about more than one, but we, we are entering <laughs> spring and squirrels are going to
1: be all over the or fucking place. Or I can just place. pick up the roadkill deer. Sure, they're yeah. everywhere, too. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call this suburbs. This is the fucking boonies. What are you talking about, suburbs? No, this is the suburbs. No, this is the fucking boonies. There's Nonsense. Farm, there's farmland all There's a Costco around. up
0: the road, there's a Target around the corner, yeah, and uh, there's a that Walmart. way.
1: That way is all farmland.
0: Okay, that farmland <laughs> is right up that way, and your Costco is right up that way. You are not in the boonies. Now, where I live, that's the boonies.
1: No, you are not. You're in the suburbs. What the fuck are you talking about? You don't know... <laughs> and I thought I didn't know my ass from a hole in the ground. Excuse me.
0: Excuse <laughs> me. It takes me five minutes to get to anywhere where I can buy food. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the boonies.
1: <laughs> but that brings, like, you know, the whole idea of people... Um, Trying to be like, oh, you know, there's something wrong with you. If we don't get the shot, we're not going to let you shop here. You know, you need to get the doom spell so you can prove that you blah 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 blah. And it winds up being this whole moral argument, which brings us into today's topic of about morality and beliefs and so forth. So I wanted to uh, start off by dissecting these ideas. Right. Okay. What is morality? And what is beliefs so without with trying to look at them from, you know, trying to look at him from an emotionless standpoint.
0: So, what is your definition of morality?
1: Well, it's not so much about what the definition is, but what the dissection of it is, right?
0: Well, I think I think we need to start at where you what you believe is morality itself.
1: So, like when you when you come up when you talk about something like a belief, you know, mm-hmm. and you try to identify what a belief is. Right, we say it's oh, I believe this and I believe that.
0: Which are incredibly subjective.
1: Well, yeah, they're su- incredibly subjective, and then and you know and then I'll bring up the this thing I say usually is that something that a person should be afraid of more than anything is what they believe because the more you believe something, the less likely you are to question it.
0: I, I personally don't believe. Let me say that differently. I personally, <laughs> I personally don't think that. You should ever commit yourself to an idea or a thought more than um, is reasonable. You should never fully commit to some idea other than maybe in a briefest of moments. Because if, if right, and that if,
1: brings up the, the whole thing because right, things are, things are only really binary if you look at them with infinite closeness. Sure. Situations are different from one to the next, and so forth. So when you get to this whole idea of like what is a belief, well, really you can say that. We're we talking about beliefs, or we're we talking about morality. Well, I mean both, but we're talking about beliefs right now. So r- really, I would say that a belief is something that is conclusory. It's a conclusion that you've come to, and that's part of the reason why people hold on to it so much is because anything that someone. Uh, Attains any idea that somebody attains as a conclusionary action becomes part of their identity. Be- I don't know if I. Oh, because they are the one that I don't came know up if with I agree it. it. Because they're the one that came up with it. I've you come know, up with a lot
0: of ideas, and I don't necessarily.
1: Well, no, but there's a difference between an idea mm-hmm. and the conclusion of okay, it must be this way because A, B, and C. Okay, you say that, but
0: oftentimes I. So, as thought experiments, I will, if I believe that I am too rooted with mm-hmm. one idea, for example, with uh, healthcare, mm-hmm. okay, and my thoughts on healthcare and how I think um, some idealized version of it could exist, because it's, it's just one giant bullshit thing. Right. But I question my own thoughts on how healthcare should be dealt with on a uh, more general level, because when it comes to specifics about it, I honestly have no clue how you would even do anything with regards to it because there's there's so much minutia when mm-hmm. it comes to topics like that that when you're looking at it, when you're even talking about it, most people are just looking at surface-level uh, thoughts mm-hmm. when, it, when they're thinking about it. And they don't really think about the, the the back end of what needs to happen to make anything work at all. Yeah. So yeah. when I... When I think about su- uh, subjects like that and my just my surface level thoughts on what i feel about a situation like that right i try to question myself at least once a month so that way i can either say okay my idea is still flawed or my idea is still good or so
1: whatnot. let me let me ask you in, in this way going with the idea that beliefs are a conclusory uh, result and even if not right you 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 think of the idea of one belief or conclusion that you have mm-hmm. superseding another. In your case, it's the idea that you're not always right, right? I'm it's, not always right. No, right. I'm not always right either. That's why I believe in nothing.
0: I try to be right as much as possible. I try to make uh, good logical leaps mm-hmm. of um of one thought to the next. You know, I wanna I wanna assume. Well, I want to assume?
1: Well, let me let me let me interrupt you there, and mm-hmm. and and maybe because I think what you want to say is that it's not so much of a leap, but a more stable connection, right? A stable log- connection, a, right? Because you said logical leaps, right? So well, instead like, of like being say, a leap, uh,
0: maybe leap is the wrong way to say it. But if I can if I can connect idea A and idea B and come up with idea in, C
1: in a solid way, yes, right? In a tan in, in a way that's hundred percent repeatable.
0: Sure. If I, can, if I can connect those two ideas, and I can say for certain that idea C is the result of combining A and B together, mm-hmm. then I know that I've arrived at at least a new, stable idea. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, I know that collectibles are a good product in the long run. I also know that some collectibles, if not most collectibles are not necessarily a good investment. Uh, good investment for a long period of time. And, in fact, some collectibles are really more of just one-shots, in mm. which you get in, mm-hmm. you get out, and then you ignore it for the rest. Because there is... You ever heard of the Pet Rock people? <laughs> Probably not. You, if you're not as old as oh I my am...
1: Tamagotchis, Furbies... Well, th-
0: that's a little more recent. Furbies is still around amazingly but the pet rock is a product that was put on the market and amazingly people bought it and then they stopped buying it because i guess people realized it's a fucking rock mm-hmm. and you can go to the park and find a rock and draw all a little face on it ship. but it, it's like that would have been i i think that would have been an extremely collectible product for a brief moment in time, and then you would have lost a lot of money if you had tried to invest in yeah, it. Yeah,
1: something that burns out quickly.
0: So, most collectible products, in my mind, are bad investments. Some collectible products, uh, like Pokemon cards for some reason, I don't know why, Pokemon cards are a good investment when it comes to, and this makes sense to me, even though, it doesn't make sense to me at the same time because there's logic within the flawed logic, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, okay, yeah. Specific Pokemon within Pokemon cards are a good investment because they are the ones that people will always find their way back to. They say, Pikachu, Pikachu's popular. You will never get rid of Pikachu. Pikachu is just too popular of a guy. It's so, right. by that logic, you can say, a Pikachu card is probably more valuable than your average card. And over a number of years, thus, I've reached topics uh, idea C, which is that Pikachu cards might be more valuable.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, especially if, you know, you watch what goes on in the show. And, like, it's kind of been a thing with collectibles and toys and so forth. The things that appear in the show, or what people see more, and they they just tend to be more valuable. Let's
0: connect this back to morality and. Stuff. Yeah. So
1: what? So when we talk about morality, what what would you describe morality as being?
0: I would describe morality as being a set of uh, beliefs or ideals that someone ascribes to, so that way they can live life. And I, I say it like that because. My morality is completely different than your morality, which is completely different from the fuck that's down the stairs, or next door, or on the other side of the world. Everybody has a different idea of morality, but we all have, in some way, a connected, similar morality. Or at least I'd like to hope we do. Because, Well, that's, that,
1: that's really where the issue winds up uh, coming into play, is, is sure. where the connection points are. Because everybody has their sense of morality, but the issue, you know, the issue comes when people try to impose those ideas based on their beliefs onto somebody else.
0: That's where I think uh, people are flawed. Because you should never impose your beliefs and ideas on other people. You can suggest them to other people, and you can say, you know, I think this is the way you should go about doing things, because mm-hmm. it is done well for me, mm-hmm. it's done well for that person over there who also has similar ideas and uh thoughts to myself but I would never say that you should force someone else to live by those set of ideas
1: but that becomes you know but that becomes a weapon in society right the whole morality argument that and, and that only the morality ideas of a certain people which I've come to name the astos the anti-science uh, terroristic oppressors they use a the morality argument. For the things like getting the doom spell and so sure. on. Sure. So when it, none of these answers are really none of there's nothing easy, right? The and and that's the problem. And not to cut you off, Greg, but that's the problem. Fuck you. I mean, fuck you too. But uh, that winds up being a problem with the idea of morality in general is that it can be an oversimplification for all the nuances that exist in life.
0: But this is this is something I've I've uh come to understand uh, throughout life and it applies to many topics but in regards to morality is that morality is because it's much like other topics it's very subjective mm-hmm. and everybody has their own thoughts of what morality means and i find a lot of people tend to believe that if something is morally good it must mean that it is good in general which is wrong because if something is morally good to me, that doesn't necessarily mean it is good in general. My morals Yet, are not going to align with the person who lives down the street.
1: The whole world, except for one person, can agree an idea, but the whole world could be wrong and that one person could be right.
0: Correct. And so that's uh, that's another part of morality is that it uh, tends to lean towards mob mentality. Mm. Because when you have a, gr- a group of people, be it a religion, be it a, uh, a science, be it an just a, a school or sorts, mm-hmm. where they all follow the same morals, and the, the morals could be the, the laws of the school, it could be whatever, but they're following those set of morals. They're going to think somewhat in line with each other, and they might be wrong, or they might be right, but if they are believing their set, and they believe that they must be right, because everybody who has their set of of ide- uh, morals... Will believe that their morals are more right
1: than your morals, mm-hmm.
0: which is another problem with that, with morals itself, because,
1: and this becomes a problem with what you said before about the road to hell to being paved with good intention, because absolutely. because the, the reality is, right? We have this idea of altruism, but realistically, altruism doesn't exist. Everything comes back around to somehow serving the self. So when we talk about you know the saying of road to hell being paved with good intentions. The reason why is because there are no good intentions. They're only your personal beliefs, your personal morals, and so forth, and you're inflicting that on on some situation so, that may or may this, not have to do with you. This gets
0: to another idea of mine that I've uh, long thought about is the idea of good and evil, or rather order and chaos. Because mm-hmm. um, I, right I believe and wrong. Those, Pick a yeah, set of words. Whatever set of words, but I think order and chaos is more is more accurate than good and evil because good and evil are very subjective. Order and chaos are a little more defined in my mind mm-hmm. because good can be used to define anything. It's good for me, but bad for you. And I mm. might be the most evil motherfucker mm-hmm. that you've ever met. I want to be
1: the most evil motherfucker. That's you know, not you're, really.
0: You've already. You've already gone down. I just want to be the biggest asshole. That you've definitely gone down. You have another ten <laughs> levels to get before you max out, but you're you're almost there. Those are gonna be tough ten levels to get. <laughs> So, what I like about Order and Chaos is that there is there's always going to be Order and Chaos. And you can see this throughout history, is that there are always going to be times of peace. And then there's going to be times of more... Um, conflict. Un- conflict. Unrest. Whatever you want to call it. But conflict is a good word in this regard.
1: So... Yeah, I noticed with that it usually winds up being the uh, sawtooth waveform, which is like... Sure.
0: Chaos is not bad, nor Hmm. is order. Order is not bad or good. good. Neither... Chaos is neither bad nor good, nor is order. But let let me go further into that. If I have order, that means that everything is sort of functioning in a very systematic way, some might say. For example...
1: Boring.
0: Very, very boring. Order is... Order to the 10th degree is a very boring, boring state. But... Everything makes sense because everyone's following the rules within it, and thus there is order. For example, uh, you do a crime, or a crime being you just do something that's wrong with what a law says. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be a, a morally good or bad thing. You just mm-hmm. you broke a law. You get a chance to defend yourself, and if you don't defend yourself well, you go to jail. That is order. Chaos would be you broke the law, but. Nothing well, chaos would be an absence of a law. What I'm saying, on the conflict in oh, this okay, case would okay. be, you broke the law, but no one gives a shit about it. No one does anything <laughs> about it, which means that you're free to just keep on breaking this law again and again and again.
1: Yeah. That, so this this brings to mind the whole incident with the the cop, and you know she thought she was pulling out a taser, and and pulled out a gun and shot the guy who later died.
0: I mean, clearly we're living in a very uh, tumultuous time period because there is just so much disorder, chaos, and conflict everywhere. And I, I, I think back to uh, some people that have talked about this subject at large is that every 80 years, we tend to have a very um, conflicting period of
1: time. Mm. Well, I mean, the reason why I bring up this situation is because, right, and, and this is, you know, I want to get into the morality discussion of this, mm-hmm. Is here you have a person that clearly just made a mistake. Yes. Right. But theoretically, uh, well, I mean, let's let's take it. Let's observe. Let's analyze well, let's it from the perspective. That she done, yeah, she let's she did make a mistake. Let's let's analyze it from the perspective that she made a legitimate mistake. Right. Okay. That happens. Right. You know, just like the other cop that went to the wrong apartment and shot a guy and so forth. Let's let's assume that that's just a legitimate mistake also, mm-hmm. because these things happen. But. You know, when you look at laws and whatnot, the laws supposedly being a point of morality or moral gui- guidance in society... I, I disagree with that that
0: particular premise.
1: Well, not that, not that I believe that it is or not that I'm endorsing the idea that it is, but many people endorse the idea that it is. Right?
0: I, I... Okay. People do agree that laws, in some sense, represent morality. Mm-hmm. I do not believe that the majority of people... Would agree with that.
1: Yeah. Well. Okay. But th- the the idea is is that like this this woman she shot a guy mm-hmm. and again looking at from the lens of she clearly made a mistake but laws don't necessarily allow for that and with good reason and also bad reason right because you have the whole situation of somebody's like oh whoops I didn't mean to do that but I mean, it
0: resulted in a, a traumatic situation.
1: Right. But at the same point, you know, you so you have people that legitimately make these mistakes. I mean, fuck, like every year or so, I'll go out my door and forget to lock it or something. You know, it's just shit that happens. We're all human. We make mistakes. But things like laws still punish people for having made make mistakes. Even on a job, if you make a mistake, there's a lot of jobs. was like, oh, you made the, this mistake... Even though it's was an honest mistake, you're gone. But that's not, that's not morals. Is it, though? It isn't. Why do you say that?
0: It's not morals because if I make a mistake on a job, there's... Well,
1: go ahead while you finish. If
0: I make a mistake on a job and it causes me to be fired, there's nothing morally good or bad compelling the person to fire me other than the fact that I broke a, a rule of some sort mm-hmm. and it is not profitable for a business. For me to break these rules. And so they get rid of me. Because businesses do not run on morals. They run on what's profitable.
1: Right. So, but... But that's... They 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 don't... They're not necessarily separated because... The whole idea... Right? Because you you, you look at morality also.
0: It's... Certainly it's a bad thing. Mm -hmm. As far as uh, my morals would be concerned. If you fire someone for making a mistake once... Mm -hmm. Then... The person who's at fault here is not the person who made a mistake, but the person who didn't teach the person to make the better, to actually do the thing correctly, okay? Well, yeah,
1: but, this, but see, that gets to the point of what I'm actually trying to get at, is the fact that part of being human is the fact that we do make mistakes, and, you know, even machines fuck up, mm-hmm. but somehow it's morally acceptable to not accept a person's mistakes,
0: what I'm saying though is the decision to fire the person is not rooted in morality. It's rooted in profitability. Well, yeah,
1: but I'm but but if you look at the idea of morality, right? And right because some people they 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 buy based on how they feel about a company and so forth, right?
0: That is based on morals. Right. So my core argument in this particular state in this particular state is that the business is not firing someone from a moral standpoint? They're firing someone for a profitable profitability standpoint.
1: Well, I'm trying to, I, so basically, I'm trying to compare the two. Sure. Right? Morality and profitability.
0: Uh, right? Typically, profitability does not follow morality.
1: Not that I say. Not that I. I'm saying one follows the other, but you. Um, but I'm, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to juxtapose the others because, you one could say that morality is. A perspective of how human society grows, becomes better, or just even survives. Okay. And you can think of profitability in those same terms. You could. All right, and that's that's really the point that I'm trying to get at here, by by throwing this situation now and comparing these two ideas.
0: I mean, there are a set of morals that would lead towards. Um... People making money versus people not making money. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of uh, nonprofit organizations would try and purport that they are morally good organizations mm-hmm. and that what they're doing is for the benefit of people and thus... You should give them money, or that they should be. You should oh, pay I them got a for lot their of stuff. Those fucking letters now. I find that typically most nonprofit organizations are based upon a flawed morality, mm-hmm. and what they're really doing is they're just trying to make money, but with.
1: Well, I mean, you, you, you do have a lot of nonprofits where the president just gets paid a shitload of money. And it's just but that, that's my cover. that's my whole
0: point of making is yeah. that.
1: But they use the morality to justify what
0: they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that's. Um, a morally bankrupt uh, kind of situation because they're reversing what morality would typically stand for. Mm-hmm. Because someone who states that it's against my morals is usually saying, this must be an evil thing, and so I'm not going to do it because or it's evil Or they just say, thing.
1: you know, I don't think this is something that's going to benefit me in the long run, right? I mean, that's... that's. Well, they're,
0: they're not really... Because moral morality itself is, is a highly...
1: Subjective and personal idea.
0: It is. But... I don't think people understand the actual idea of morality itself when they do those kinds of things.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's like the whole thing, you know, where you have all these ideas getting tossed back and forth in society, and they're being used with the moral argument. Like, like you hear words like left, right, Republican, Democrat, socialism, communism, capitalism, sure. feminism, misogyny. You know, these, and, and, you know, even what you were talking about the other day, but the whole idea is that these words become, they they, they become these moral, these symbol symbols of one type of morality, and rather than actually being what they are, and that winds up being a fault of society in general. That's why I'm typically when I hear somebody say all these words, I just mentally check out and just... You know, it's like I'm watching the monkeys masturbate at the zoo.
0: This is why I view the world in terms of order and chaos, yin Mm. and yang to that degree or Mm. something like that. Because there isn't, there is no really uh, good or evil Mm -hmm. in that sense. There's a lot of... It's all subjective, yeah. It's very subjective. And so I like to view the world simply in, is this going to create more order or is this going to create more chaos? Okay? Mm -hmm. I love chaos. I love random events, things that just sort of are not... Except in board games. No, no. (laughs) <laughs> Even in board games, I like randomness. Uh, but I also like for... See, I like a good balance between the two. Right, okay? yeah. Okay? Uh, which is why I like poker a lot. Poker has a high a degree of chaos in it. But, at the same time, there is a very high amount of order within the game And that's in the, the player interaction itself. with yes. flops and so, so forth. So, the game itself is very chaotic. You cannot predict the cards. What you can do is you can play off of the cards you have in your hand mm-hmm. and off of the, uh, the way people play their hands themselves. Betting alone, when uh, just how someone bets, not the way they put the money on the table, but the amount of money that they put down on the table. Some people are following some sort of book, of mm-hmm. course, that says, oh, you should bet this much if you have this, which may or may not be easier to read. Mm-hmm. Some people are just incredibly uh, transparent. So they'll bet a lot with a hand that they want to just make sure. And uh, the only person who pl- stays in is someone who has... A high card. Mm-hmm. So if I have rocket uh, pocket rockets, which is two aces, for those who are not aware of the terminology, I'm going to place a bet that is probably two to three times the amount of the bet itself. So if the bet is twenty, I'm going to oh, put in a just bet of. Let 60.
1: everybody know your strategy. Yeah,
0: st- standard stuff. The reason why I do that is because I don't want someone who has a low pair. Uh, rather not even a low pair, a low set, say like a, a four, five, or a seven, eight. I don't want them staying in the pot because there is always the chance, a much higher probability, that
1: they can draw a card that'll actually beat out.
0: Absolutely. So if a king, queen pops up on the on the flop, I can probably be reasonably sure that one person might might have a king in their hand. Yeah, you thus have a one, in three paired kings. up to kings. Okay, but my aces still beat their kings. And so at that point, I will bet again because I want to try and push them out because I've already gotten their first set of money. Mm-hmm. And if they stay in, I got a little bit more money and I hope that their second card does not pair up. Right. So, ideally, aces are really good in the beginning, but I look at it, they're also the weakest hand going into any set of, um, of a, a pair pre-flop is really strong pre-flop, but after the flop has come out, those three cards could destroy your single pair because if you don't mm-hmm. get a third card to match up to get trips, oh yeah yeah you don't... You're, you're absolutely in a, in a terrible situation because mm-hmm. you have nothing you have no nothing to to, hey, to latch with on with a to. pair
1: of deuces it's not a single deuce in the flop
0: exactly um, so you want to you want to push them out but that's why I like the game is because there's a lot of uh, chaos as well as order in the game mm-hmm. because it's it's um, it's all about how you play and how you make plays based on the other player.
1: So, I mean, we kind of strayed from the topic a little sure. bit. Sure. But so the whole idea of morality, right? And you have this whole um, one one thing that's always the morality argument. It's like, oh, the children and so forth, and and the protecting the little guy. But again, being able to what, what's what's better? Being able to take something away from the situation, or you know, never having been in a situation. In the what first do you mean place? by take
0: away from a situation? Well,
1: like. Like, again, I like can reference to, you know, our show. If people just take a look at us and it's like, oh, that Charlie's an asshole. not that great? He seems like an okay guy. And, you know, and they don't think about what we actually say. Then they're not taking anything away from here. That would be dismal. Uh, yeah, but if you don't, if you don't, it, it's the Nemo thing, right? Nemo, you know, Marlin just prevents Nemo from getting involved in anything that might be dangerous. And he never experiences anything. Until he actually just says, fuck it, I'm going to do my own thing. And then he experiences things, and he grows from it. I mean, you can't grow unless you like, go through strife and so forth. And and this brings up the That's whole... That's why I fully support beating children. You know, I, I, me personally, I just hang him by a foot you know, for a good three <laughs> hours. You know, you should have studied your multiplication tables, you little bastard. But... You know, like, the the one thing with YouTube not allowing, like, larger audience creators to critique smaller audience creators. So let's let's
0: delve a little more into that.
1: I mean, first off, if YouTube or any place did that, like, trying to, quote, protect us, I would keep in mind of that, and I would not want to be on that platform. So
0: I I don't like the idea that um, how most modern um, left people, I would say, think, early super left people... In that they, I've heard a lot of people describe racism as only being able to be something is racist if it's coming from someone in power versus someone who doesn't. Who is critical not race in power. theory. Yeah, critical race theory. It's it's a very toxic uh, way of thinking. It's it doesn't really allow you to explore the.
1: I don't enjoy hurting anybody. I don't Sorry, like I guns to play that. or bombs sure. or electric chairs. But sometimes people just won't listen. So, I have to use persuasion.
0: So, that being said, I think that's a pretty good example of it. So, someone in power does not suddenly become racist just because they're critiquing someone who is a minority or something like that. The statement they make is what would be considered racism. And someone who's critiquing Mm -hmm. that majority power from being a minority is also racist if they say something that is racist. Okay, it, it, ra- racism is not based on the dynamics of power. Racism is is, is the, racism is based on how melanin you, content. It's all based on content. Melanin Same content, with yeah. Hate speech. Any of these topics, hate speech is not a word, it is not a statement. It is the context in which a statement or word is used. Yeah,
1: and I don't get like well actually I get why like the whole idea of a hate crime. I mean realistically it's just to put people in prison for longer because, sure. you know, America, the moral superiority, has 20% of the entire world's prison population.
0: Look, if, if I'm a poor guy and you're a rich guy, which would reverse our situations in this is <laughs> but if I'm a poor guy and you're a rich guy and I see that you have a Rolex and I know it's a Rolex, I might just stab you and take it just because it's a Rolex. Mm-hmm. I don't give a crap about whether you're black, white, or whatever. But someone might try and use the fact that if we were different uh, colors to argue that it was a crime out of hatred or something like that.
1: Yeah, but you know what the truth is, Greg? What? We like to murder others. That's what us humans do. It doesn't matter if you're rich or poor, black, Asian, or Jew. Thank you for that. YouTube just wants to kill you. Facebook and Twitter, too. They really like their kitty porn, but they just don't like you. Hooray for conclusory statements, by the way. <laughs> Hooray! You heard about that? The lawsuits against Twitter? I
0: have not. <laughs> oh man! Uh, I but, mean, I know that Crowder has a, a ongoing lawsuit with Facebook right no, now.
1: No, there's a lawsuit uh, some some kid against Twitter because apparently there was pictures of him while he was un- naked while he's underage. Oh really? Yeah, and and he, uh, what's it called? Wanted Twitter to take him down. It was like, oh, we looked at the content and saw nothing wrong with it. Blah blah blah. That's that the allegation. Did I
0: tell you about the um, the uh, the two gay guys that are having sex on YouTube? But there's a sheet between them. <laughs> so obviously that's not um bad content
1: but speaking of sex i mean you know this this is you know we gotta wrap up because we're getting close on time the morality argument one thing you hear a lot is like the the whole which somehow is a morality been made into a morality argument which is oh big women are beautiful and blah 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 and this that and the other thing morality well i mean you know it's it's Oh, there's something wrong with you if you don't like big women. It's the same thing, like.
0: Well, that's the same statement people are making with trans. Right,
1: I was gonna bring that up also, right? That
0: none of this and, makes any sense at all. It's, it's and, complete bullshit.
1: Remember, remember a time when women would say, "Hey, my up, my eyes are up here." Now it's, "Hey, my ass is over here," you know. So <laughs> and we, and that's supposed to be the morally superior is, "Hey, look at my ass."
0: I like I say, I think at the uh, in the '80s and the '90s we were at a point where. Society may have been moving forward in Mm -hmm. some way or fashion. Not necessarily the best way, but we were moving forward. We were getting better. In theory. In theory. And uh, then we had, um, maybe, maybe, I could be completely wrong. Perhaps the Y2K virus was really a biovirus that infected humans. And we've been on a downwards trend since the year 2000. Even though we solved Uh. the crisis of computers...
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love
0: the episode that Dilbert had about that. I didn't see that. Oh, they had an entire episode about the Y two K and uh, Wally, who was a u- otherwise useless, had to solve it.
1: Mm. <laughs> I remember all that. All right. Well, that is pretty much all the time we have for today, and uh, just to keep in time constraints, and you know. Greg, you know we we fixed the audio level so it's not so much torture on on people anymore. But I still want to torture people, so I'm thinking about doing the outro a little differently. What do you what do you think, Greg? Should, if, I, should I torture gets people? Us more dislikes. Oh. Well, Ramp it up, my friend. Well, in that case. <clears throat> Good night fellow human, you'll wake up tomorrow To cause more destruction and bring much more sorrow You'll go out and smile and pretend you are good But once you get crossed you will don a black hood You'll maim and you'll rend All while you pretend that you are some kind of hero You can't face the truth and you'll stay aloof To the fact that you are a Zero You'll sit and stay glued to a spoon-feeding tube So that you can believe you're the best You'll obey and be bribed by a campaigner's lies All throughout the COVID murder fest I hate you all Wonderful Wonderful Fuck you, everybody.